What's the deal? It's your girl, Sierra Danielle. And Green. And we are here on Tangent Talk. So welcome to our podcast. This is the first ever episode. <laughs> I didn't even do it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go, go, go. We bought the dough. No, this switchboard gonna get put to use. Hold on, let's run it back. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> this is so Caucasian like. Oh man. I know. But it's all we gotta work with right now. So yeah, people don't tell you when you try to start a podcast how much work it takes. I know. First, you got to have time. Then you got to have a place to do it. Exactly. Then you got to have people that you can tolerate or you like to work with or that's easy to work with that you drive with. And then you got to have patience with putting this stuff together if it's not something you usually do. And it's not, it ain't me. Me neither. (laughs) Because I already broke my mic, so... We figured it out though. Yeah, we did. And we're making it's it work. It's definitely nigga rigged. So. It is. But it's cool. It's but is there work. any other way to do it? No. It's perfect. Exactly. It wouldn't be authentic <laughs> if it wasn't. But like people will prove. Exactly. But yeah, it's just, we actually recorded a lot faster this time around than before. So our first episode, I wouldn't say it was an epic fail, but it definitely didn't make me lie. I mean, well, it at least gave us some tools to know what to do for the next time. Which is this time. Yeah. So. Just got to get more. Huh? No, I was saying we were more successful with doing it this time. Well, time-wise. Now it's just coming to getting more um, comfortable. Yeah. Because everything is funny when you press record. (laughs) Bro, I be, that's because we be slick nervous. That's why. I know. Trying to figure out what we going to talk about instead of just going with the flow. I know, like we do when it's not recording. Because we just sat here and had like five podcasts. We did. Talking about all kind of stuff. Yes. So, let's segue. What is going to be our first topic? Keep Hmm. it light. Keep it easy. Something good. Yep. Just be here. I mean, what's been going on in the world? Nothing like too drastic. Nope. Oh, and we're not covering politics. Never let's, never. let's get into that one because I uh, I don't like to talk about stuff I don't entirely know too much about. I'm not one of them, so we gonna keep it safe and not do that. I know, and I'm not one to try to sway people to vote for this or vote for this. Like, just do your thing. I encourage you to vote, but as far as who to vote for and all that other stuff, nah. Because I call my auntie, I be like, "What's the answer?" She be like, "It's no answers." Just vote for this. Yeah, because I ain't even gonna lie. Last time we voted, my auntie was like, pick this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And we wrote it down. I don't know if that's illegal, so they're gonna come and get us. I don't know. How? Because you you wanna vote for I mean things that are in your best interest for whatever political party that you're going for. But outside of that, I'm not trying to vote for somebody just because I used to guess for certain things like, okay, this ain't in here, I'm about to do this. And then I get back and I'm like, that one? I'm like, wait, you voted yes for that. Like, oh, dang. I usually just vote for the black people. And that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem because sometimes they don't all be they for don't. us. They don't. That's true. That is true. But I'm just saying that. You know, growing, when you black, you know, they be like, pick the black people. Yes. Pick the black people. So. Yes. But when we voting, it's not like we going on Family Feud or, you know, for yeah. the family on Family Feud. Because when I watch that, I'm like, okay. 
I'm going for the black family. On Family Feud? Yeah. I heard Family Feud was hard to get on. My family tried to get on. They didn't do it. They didn't make it. I had, I know a few people that tried to get on, too. I don't think they made it either. Man, I wonder what you need to get on Family Feud. Well, first, you got to have five people. <laughs> Wait, weren't y'all trying to get on Family Feud? No, not me. Yeah, I thought all of y'all planned on doing it one day. Not like, me. I didn't want to go on Family Feud because... I feel like when you watching it, of course, you can think of all the answers because it's not really pressure. Yeah. Then you get on there and you like, what? <laughs> now yeah. all the dumb stuff people say makes sense. Yeah. I, if I was on, I couldn't be on Family Feud because you got to be family friendly. And <laughs> no, no. If you watch some of the the little funny clips, uh-huh. they not all family friendly. I it's like just that. the way you say it, it has to be family well, friendly. a lot. You definitely wouldn't be able to. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do radio. You yeah, do... we gonna have to be like beep beep. Exactly, or you get fined. I pay the fine. You know how much the fine is on air, like podcast. I don't know. No, 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 not podcast. You oh, you talking about on TV? Oh yeah. Oh okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Oh no, I thought you meant for like on air stuff. I was like, I will pay the fine. No, heck no. No, I like to curse, but I'm trying to work on my uh, profanity usage. I only don't cuss at work. And then when I come home, I got to let it all out because all day it will piss me off. I think I curse more at work. Really? <laughs> for being pissed off. Not when dealing with clients, but when I'm just talking to my work friends and stuff like that, we speak freely with each other. Well, I don't be working with can folks, so. I can't be saying the N word. Oh, now, I don't think I. I don't know. All right, then we back. All right. So, oh, that's what I was saying. So, I'm trying to watch my uh, profanity mm-hmm. only because I feel like my child will be speaking soon, and I don't think it's cute when kids are cursing. I hate that. Yeah, they're definitely. What do they be saying? All kind of stuff. They be saying, no, what do they kids, kids, they say, kids are what? Uh, Sponges? Yeah. They soak up all, and they really do, though. That's the thing. They really do. So, I got to be careful. So, me cursing right now sounds like poopy head. (laughs) Poopy head. Stuff like that. Because now, if he say that, I can't get mad. He going to laugh. Then he going to be mad because it's funny. It's not supposed to be funny. I mean, I'm going to laugh at a lot of stuff that's not supposed to be funny just because. But don't you think that, like, when you have your nephew, do you watch your profanity or you just... I don't have to listen. His parents, they... <laughs> <laughs> My brother wants his his son's first words to be a cuss word. Why? I don't know. Because they, I'm telling you, he says every word under the sun and i'm like we be telling him like bro your son first word is probably gonna be a cuss word it's not it's dad ass but still i mean yeah but once they get older and like he to, he's definitely gonna cuss for sure i mean he gonna get popped but he's de- it's gonna it's gonna be heaven. why you can't pop him because he's doing what he see yeah that's true i mean you can pop him but it just gets confusing to them because it's like, wait a minute, you do it all the time, so why I can't do it? You ain't getting popped when you curse. Yeah, but 
<laughs> but my niece, she does, she doesn't cuss. She eleven, and bro, I be trying to impress her because I'm like, they just want bad words. Like, no, I don't want to do it. That's good though. I be like, girl, you, your parents be turned up, and you, I don't care. That's not cute. I'm like, girl. But I'll be like, okay, at least she's getting raised correctly. She might do it with her friends though. She do. See, I, bro, I was on man TikTok. I seen the video. I followed her on TikTok, and I'm like, cool, it's whatever. She think we best friends. I didn't see her twerk. I almost jumped through my phone. Like, girl, we cool, but we ain't that cool. Right. We is not that cool. Why is you twerking? That's funny. So wait, TikTok, you can follow people? Mm-hmm. See, I, I love TikTok. That. I just, to me, it's like, now I understand how when I was younger, older people was like, I can't keep up with all that. Yeah. I can't. I'm sorry. TikTok out of, whoever made TikTok, bro, they deserve the world because all that right. is the best app. Like, it is so funny. What is funny about it? Literally everything. Just the, the content, the creators, like everything. But you got good content and creators on all platforms. I don't know. TikTok just hit different. And then TikTok show you how to redesign your whole house on a budget. YouTube also. No, but it tell you in 30 seconds. <laughs> okay? <laughs> My attention span needs no more than a minute. Nah, but I'm saying you never watch uh D D what's that thing D D Y I whatever I whatever that is that do it yourself D I you know what I mean I always say it backwards then you never watch the videos on TikTok I be sitting when my homegirls moved to their place I was sitting like oh look at this look at this and they just they didn't um what they did they bought the the floor tiles remodeled their room. Is it the sticky one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And they they did that, and then, and then they put some, it's like some paper that you can do and change your cabinets without painting it. Mm-hmm. TikTok tells you about that. And you. They also have paint that you could take your cabinets down, sand it, paint it. Yeah, but they can't do up. that because it's a rental property. Oh, okay. So yeah, they, yeah. they show TikTok showing you how to like update your kitchens and your bathrooms and your bedrooms without paying the money because you can't because it's an apartment. And That's like wallpaper, though. Yeah. When you putting it on the cabinetry, it's still a form of wallpaper. But you think we be knowing that? We don't I, be knowing that. The only reason I know is because, like, the past, I want to say, four years, I started to take a sudden interest in, like, interior design. Yeah. So, I watch interior design shows. I watch Flip or Flop. That was one of my favorites. Um, But they just show you how to do... Like, quick little stuff. But when you used to watch them shows, that'd be your mama. I know my mama, she loved them shows, so we used to sit and watch it. Us 20-year-olds, our early 20s, we ain't sitting there watching Flip or Flop. No, I didn't either, because it wasn't my interest at that That's what I'm saying. I'm saying now. But TikTok found a way to market to the under, you know, the younger. And they're not even doing it like their apartments. They're doing their bedrooms in their parents' house. 17 years old, remodeling their room. That's a good skill to have, though. Yeah. So it's like teaching trading. Exactly. Without going to school, but it's, exactly. it's opening up doors. But they do all types of stuff on TikTok. I know. But, well, not TikTok, I know, but I'm saying on Instagram, they um do it too, like the little before and afters. Oh, the real, yeah, the real. Yeah, that's why I did my little before and after that bathroom. But I never posted it. Exactly. On should, a real thing. But you supposed to be having your interior business. I know, but I you got to build the portfolio. I always have that to. We are in a new generation. All it takes is one real, bro. People be ready to hire you. No, that's true. Like, for real. 
It's the, the age true. of technology. And while we're talking about business on this podcast, we will be shouting out businesses every week on our podcast so we can shed light yep. on businesses, small businesses and everything. Yep. But new technology, this is a new age. Literally, it takes one, take one thing, blow up your food. That's true. Because you don't have to do things the traditional way anymore. That's what I'm starting to like about yeah. the age that we transitioning into is that you find something, you get good at it, you just go shoot your shot at whatever it is, and there are people getting it. I know, and that's another thing, too, like, uh, being able to, now kids and, like, everybody is able to explore things yeah. and not the normal, like, go to school and say, like, this. it's not just go to school and do this and get a degree to do this. Now yeah. it's like people really making money with their passion. Yep. But you know what, though? I really think that because I just think back to when I was trying to get into the field that I'm in. Mm -hmm. um, they anytime you go, even with the degree, they always ask you like, OK, you got the degree, but what's your experience? Right. So I always feel like the odds are stacked against you, regardless of which route you go. Like you can go the experience route and they like, OK, what about the degree or vice versa? Mm -hmm. So it was kind of you in between a rock and a hard place but now it seemed like they just want to see like okay well show me what you can do and what you know yeah. you don't have to have the actual degree but just a little bit of knowledge and some dedication to go a long way now as long as you got that passion for it yep so I think that's cool that everybody can explore different options now and it's mm -hmm. not just oh you're going to go to school you're going to get a degree you're going to go work a 9 to 5 yep. and one thing about this new generation we do not want 9 to 5 no Heck no. <laughs> or oh should I God. say millennials and under, we don't work nine yeah. to five. And yeah. I am a proud member because I will quit a job real quick, come to my <laughs> mental health. I'm out of here. You know what's funny about that, too? I I feel like the longest I've worked any job outside of the job that I'm at right now, because I've been there for five years. But before that, the longest I would work a job was like a year to two. And yeah. that was it. Then I was on to the next. But I like Cause I do background a little bit mm -hmm. and then I have my, um, my plan B yeah. that I went with, but my plan A is what I do on the side, which is backwards. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta get myself together. Well, I, I need to be doing that cause I've been in healthcare from like a young age. And then I, now I'm trying to get into this entrepreneurship. So I command everybody who do it because yeah. maybe I'd be trying to force myself to take this risk. Man. But I'm so practical, it's just be hard. But I'm working to, you know, get back, like, you know, to take that rest. That's why I'm starting with this podcast is, is like taking a stepping stone. So, yeah. Because yeah. we never realize how much power we have over ourselves. Yeah. And it sounds crazy, but when you really think about it, we are such a critic, one. Mm -hmm. And then when we say we want to do something and we really sit and see what it takes to do it, we kind of psych ourselves out. Right. And so it just, it's it's a work in progress. Like we are trained to go the safe route yep. instead of take, take risks. Risk. So I think that's something that is starting to normalize. People are taking more risks mm -hmm. because I was looking at something, I was reading something and it was saying now we have more entrepreneurs, especially within a black community right. than we had in history. Of course. And I just think that speaks volumes. That does. So that's something I'm proud about. And then another thing I was happy to hear about 
And what I've been paying attention to for the past like two years is creating generational wealth. Right. That's something that was not talked about in our community for not a long all. time. Or if somebody knew something about it, they trying to keep it a secret yeah. versus spreading it to the whole community. Yeah, it's always that one person in the family who did it that way. Mm-hmm. And it's like everybody look up to him, but nobody want to take that risk because you're going to be directed the other way. Yeah. And we all about generational wealth and we all about breaking generational curses too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm trying to learn. God, yeah. I'm really trying. It's so much to it, but I'm this digital currency. Yeah. I just, I bought a couple because to me, I, I'll spend what a hundred, $200 on something. I don't even know. I don't remember right. the next month. It's like, dang, where did that money go? So if I could take that chance on stupid stuff to right. me, why not do it in something that could be beneficial five, six years down the line, 10 years down the line? It, man, I'm telling you. You're just sitting on it. Yep. I tried to get into stocking. I'm, I'm, I'm still learning. It's going to take a while. I don't know. You got to be careful, though, because, you know, they'd be like, what's something that's a, that sounds like a coat, but it's not a coat? Stocks. <laughs> Not even them, but them trading companies. Okay, yeah. Them trading companies be hella iffy, them Ponzi schemes and them them things. But if you learn like on your own or like looking up to or find somebody like uh, reliable that's really doing it, then yeah. But see, that's what I'm saying. It's so many different parts of the stock market that you really have to sit and study the stuff. Um. I'm not into the trading portion, though. I'm yeah. into just the investing and then sitting on it and, um, like, you know, letting it collect interest and hopefully it don't crash. Yeah. But if it do, it's money. I put the money in that I won't miss. Like, yeah, something that's like, that was like some, some play money. Yeah. So I can, when you break it down like that, I can do stocking like that. Like, I can do stock. I can't do, then I, I'm not doing trading. Like, I can't. Because to me, it's like... And, Another thing, my cousin, um, she was showing me basically like so many stocks that are under a penny. Yeah. I put $50 in one. I own so much of it. It's under a penny. So when, I'm going to say when it hits, <laughs> yeah. when it hits, I'll be a millionaire. That's just like people with that Bitcoin. Yeah. With the Bitcoin. That, when, think about people that invested in that, that was under a penny. Now they up. They are yeah, up. Yeah, like, I don't know how much. I was going to say billionaires, but probably more than that. But then, then you got billionaires that's coming into the stock thing. And how is that? Like, is that going to dilute the stock market or what? Because it's like, now y'all way, y'all able to buy way more into these stocks. Right. And now people like Jay-Z and um, the dude that owns Tesla, uh, Elon Musk over here uh-huh. doing their own Bitcoins and buying their own Dodge coins and stuff. Yeah, now that I don't know. I don't know that much about it, but I know a little, a little bit, very minimum. Yeah, just to to feel comfortable enough to put fifty here, one hundred and fifty here, just so in the long run, I'm hoping. Yeah, girl, <laughs> it man. But I'm I mean, stock is smart though, especially if he's us generation and younger too, because. You know, our parents and stuff, we, as black people, really, we ain't know how to sit on nothing. We right. get something, we spend it, yeah. we use it. We don't know how to sit on nothing. So this is another way to teach patience. Yeah. No, seriously, because I think, especially when you're younger, I feel like 
we're taught or especially growing up in the hood. Yeah. You got a lot of people that when they get money, they got to go and buy stuff like flashy stuff because you want people to know like, oh, I got it. Yeah. Identify me when I get this big propane. I got I know he got money because mm-hmm. he got that. So I feel like learning to use your money in a more. I, I don't want to say safe, though, because it's, it's not safe. You're still taking a risk, but right. just using your money a differently. A reasonable way. Yeah. Like, would it be a good example would be how people was doing this EDD? <laughs> hey, you feel me out here buying jewelry? Yeah. Car, no cars. Yeah. Big old chain. Yeah. And all type of stuff. And it's like, bro, we could have, you could have. Like, I mean, so I know some people who really took that money and really just invested in the truck. So I like, kudos to that. But it's like, it's so much stuff we could have did. You could have bought you. You could have invested in so many things. Yeah. But so I started so many businesses and just did, just did ownership with something. And we just blew it. But see, that's the thing. That's that's where it comes into, like, we, we have to have more knowledge about things. Yeah. Because, yes, that was quick money. And, yes, it was, for some people, a lot of money, depending mm-hmm. on what you did. And if you was getting that 600 plus, you was making more on unemployment than you were being at your own job. Exactly. But the thing is, you could have made that money work for you long term. Exactly. Versus just real quick. So. I mean, that just goes back to being able to be educated because we don't be educated. Exactly. Our parents wasn't educated. Their parents wasn't educated. It was always one way to do things. Yeah. That is true. So that's why I feel like it's our job now to get the knowledge so we can just include that within the next generation and the next generation and still all these qualities yeah. so that we not on the butt end of the stick. Yeah. And that's the thing about the internet too. Like internet, it got it, it got his highs and it got his lows because the internet going to teach these, it's, the internet is teaching these new kids, one, they getting a job, they making six figures. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm making six figures at a young age. It's unorthodox. And I'm I'm like breaking January because I'm learning to do stuff different. Yep. And it's like they they like educating themselves, they learn and they do all this stuff, but then it's slows. It's like it's all about the internet. Everything looks perfect. Yeah. But it's like the internet really do work in its favor when it comes to our generation sometimes. Yeah. That's true. It's just it's all in how you use it, how you make yeah. your stuff work for you. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day with anything, how you make it work for you. So, yeah, we're going to have to see what the internet really do. Right. Now, if I ain't known here in 10 episodes, my stock hit. <laughs> <laughs> right. My business is going to be booming. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what else has been going on in the world? I'm trying to see what else has been going on in the world. Man, it's so we just went on a rant. Not even a rant, but we just switched like what folks said. That's a tangent. That's what. <laughs> that's what it's. That's what you're supposed to do. This is like the perfect. Um, that's the perfect name for this show. Yeah, I know. What else? I was like, it's been a lot of stuff. It's um. How you feel about this love and loyalty thing? Oh my God! Let's just let's let's talk about that one. I don't think I feel like if you chose loyalty, mm-hmm. 
then you kind of cheating yourself. Right. I feel like if you truly love somebody, then loyalty comes hand in hand with it. Yeah. In my in my opinion. Because I just think to how I am. Like if I truly love a person, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna be loyal to that person, whether it be family, whether it be um friends, whether it be relationships, like I, I can't because to me, that's fake. If you claim to love somebody and you not loyal. Right. But loyalty has a lot of different shapes and forms and so does love because some people don't know how to love unconditionally they don't it's a conditional thing like okay if you can't meet this need if you can't do this for me then i don't love you but if you continue to meet a need or provide a service to me and it's beneficial to me then i'll love you that's conditional so it it all it all depends on like the type of love that people are looking for but i Unconditional love is the only love I can tolerate. I, I can't do that other fake stuff. That's what I'm saying. So I only ask that because it was this tweet. It's been real. It's been trending on Twitter just the love and loyalty thing. And it says loyalty over love because the because the I guess they meant one day because one day you might not feel the love and I need to know you gonna you ain't gonna switch up. See, but that's what I'm <clears> saying. That's conditional. That's what I'm saying. I said, man, that's stupid. If love is real, you ain't even gonna think about crossing that person. And so then I just said, um, I said the whole love and lo- over love. I said the whole loyalty over love thing is dumb because love and loyalty go hand in hand, like you said. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people think they really think that loyalty over love should really be a thing. And my thing is, how are you even loyal to people you don't care about? If you're not loving right. this person, like, why are you being loyal to them? What makes you want to be loyal to them? You're right. And that's how people get crossed, though. That, that's what I said. Then you wonder. I said, you do you do that. You give loyalty to people that you don't care about. And then wonder why you get messed up or get messed over in the end. Yep. And it was just like, this just, it just, this is an example of our generation just being, what is what they be saying, unemotionally. Um, Available? Yes. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I know. I definitely think that's true, especially when it comes to the younger generation, because you think about what we've seen growing up, like a mm-hmm. lot of people make their choices, their life choices based upon things that they've seen growing up. Mm-hmm. It can have a good effect or it can have a reverse effect. Right. Like, for example, that's just like um, two kids, right? Let's say two kids grow up in a house home. I'm in a house home, in a household, yeah. and uh, one parent is a drunk. Right. One child could say, okay, my dad did it, so I'm going to do it. And one child could be like, hell no, like, I saw my dad do it. I want to end up like that. Right. Let me go and do something productive. So I just feel like that's what it is with love. Like, a lot of people, or a lot of, I, I feel like it's mostly men, too, but I, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. They grow up, they listen to the music, and the music is idolizing not being in, in faithful relationships or serious relationships or get this girl, use her for what she got, and then leave her. Right. And then we don't have music like we did in the early, early, what, 90s and 80s when they were talking about truly loving people. So yep. to me, we have that working against us yeah. on top of them idolizing people. Because I feel like where I grew up, it's a lot of that, like idolizing the wrong types of 
I mean, yeah, like now, right now, it's in right now to be toxic. Yeah. Like, you have to have a toxic. If it's not toxic, they be like, it's not toxic, I don't want it. It's all about perception and what you see. Because, like, like you said, two kids, I can just say, for instance, me, I have siblings. One way we learn, we watch our parents love one way. Mm-hmm. I have one I have one way of believing, like, okay, like, just don't be somewhere where you're not happy. You know, you sim or, and then the other siblings could be like, Settling, you gotta settle because this you gotta do it for the kids. And then people have to let go of that that I think of being together for the kids because they think if we're apart, the kid is gonna be hurt. But people don't understand the detrimental effects that take on when you stay for them kids. Right. And they know that it's not this is not a safe space or you guys really don't love each other and they don't realize that. So it's so many things that we see yeah. and it's like Either you're going to learn from it or you're going to do the exact same thing. And sadly, usually just do the sa- the same thing that you've seen. The cycle repeats itself. Yeah, that's true. Because I can speak to that. I, I grew up in a, a one-parent household. Right. My mom took excellent care of me. And my dad would come around when he could, like, because he drove trucks and did other stuff. So right. he was busy. But when he was here my mom never gave my dad a hard time about seeing me even if my dad couldn't see me she'll send me with his mom like okay go with your grandma if your dad just so happened to stop by then you see him if you don't then you see him next time but my mom never spoke negatively about my dad Mm -hmm. ever she always gave me the option to learn him for who he really was and even though they weren't together I didn't I don't feel like I missed um, having him in the household because when he could be around, he was. He mm-hmm. was present in the time that we spent together. So I just don't really feel like you got to settle mm-hmm. to, you know, for your kids because at the end of the day, for your kids to see that toxic stuff, you don't want them to be like, okay, that's cool. When I get older, I need somebody that's going to disrespect me or do this. Or right. you can beat me up today and then tomorrow say you sorry and that's cool too. You, I just, for me, I don't think that that's anything um, for children to see. And a lot of people don't know how to, okay, let the kids go to sleep first and then we can hash out our problems. They do it in front of the kids too. That's the other problem. Yeah, and then kids grow up thinking can do it. Exactly. So I don't think um, one parent households are necessarily a negative thing because. Exactly. It didn't have a negative effect on me. Yeah. Some people, it did. Like mm-hmm. some people, you, my dad wasn't there, or my mom wasn't there, and it's like okay, but it's still, you know, you. Yeah. I'm not gonna like, say you didn't need that parent, but you still are able to go out and thrive. Right. It's not. It's not gonna take effect. And then coming from the opposite, I came from a household where parents stay, stay together for the kids. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good thing. Like, and I'm not going to say it was like super like toxic and it was fighting and too much stuff, but you know that it's like you guys grow apart. This is not what it needs to be, what y'all saying for the kids. And then kind of make your kids feel some type of way like, right. oh, y'all only together for us. And it's like, dang, what's going on? And it's like, sometimes it would have been better if y'all was split apart. It would have been a lot more healthier. Like, yeah. It could have been a lot more easier. So that's why people need to understand, like, you have to do what works for your family, but in a healthy way, not just to be, you know, pleasing to others. And that's another thing with our parents' generation, too. 
um, they were afraid to get divorced, and some were, you know, afraid to get divorced, and all this other stuff. Like, I could say for like my grandma, instance, he, my grandpa had six, five, six brothers. All of them are still married to this day. Not saying they was happy, not saying it was perfect, but because they were scared to get a divorce because they was gonna look down upon. And out of all them brothers, my grandmother was the only one to divorce my grandpa, which is the family. And it's crazy because nowadays, like, we go to family functions and they tell my grandmother, like, you were so strong to leave and walk away. I could never imagine doing that. So I just couldn't deal with the embarrassment. It's like the embarrassment or your sanity. Like, right. Which one do you want? Because every child deserves a happy parent. Because right. when you're happy, that's when you're at your best. So I just feel like you cheating your child or your children at some point and you cheating yourself because right. you forcing yourself to do something. I just feel like that's not something you should ever do. And I just think, I just really want our generation, the generation coming up above us to know like it's really about your sanity. Yeah. It's really about being connected with yourself, loving yourself yep. instead of just doing what looks cool on the internet or doing or worried about what other people's opinions are because that's one thing that's never going to go out of style. It's always going to be people who care about other people's opinions. Yep. That's so, true. I'm just like, this whole love and loyalty thing, that just spins off from that. Like, love and loyalty go hand in hand. Yep. But I mean, I guess I could talk to somebody. I don't want to hear the flip side and why they feel like that. Yeah. Just to see, like, why do y'all believe that? I would, because at that point, you're forcing yourself to need a therapist. Man. Or somebody to talk to. Because it, it, it's different forms of therapy. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I was younger, I turned to friends as a form of therapy, like mm-hmm. a therapeutic outlet, I'll say. To vent, yeah. Yeah, to vent. But <laughs> their opinions were not professional. And they was kids <laughs> like us. Exactly. It's the blind leading the blind. Exactly. But I, because also growing up, feel like what our demographic mm-hmm. um we're always told that therapy is a bad thing i've done therapy before i feel like the type of therapist that i had i it didn't work for me mm-hmm. but i still was open to give it it a try yeah it didn't work for me i feel like if i had a therapist more um i feel like lifelike because sometimes you talk to therapists and it feels kind of like robotic like Mm-hmm. you saying something and then okay well what do you think well obviously I just told you <laughs> what I think I'm trying to get your professional you need opinion. a more relatable therapist right that's yeah. why they say but get you somebody that's the same skin folks as you but she was and she still wasn't no no it just because I said when I look for anything doctors therapists whatever uh, I want a black therapist, please. I don't have any shame in my game to say. Did that. you pay for your therapy? No. And I and I it. and I think sometimes too, like, do they half ass when you don't pay? Like, say if you was. Covered. I mean, they. I am. I was. Or no, I'm saying I am. But if it's not a pocket, you know how some therapists like oh. one fifty an hour, and it's like you ain't paying. These people paying me really. You know, it's like, do I really want to care enough? If, if it was like a person paying me directly. Would they care more? Would they do their job better? I mean, well, they should. We it, know that. Right. I don't know. It all that all comes down to ethical practice. Yeah. All comes down to ethical practice. But I feel like you getting paid. You're getting a paycheck. Yeah. Hello. 
All right, y'all. So we got deep real quick. So we're going to have to end this on a light note. So who was it? So I was on Instagram and I saw this girl posted, a man not supposed to cook, wash dishes or wash his clothes if he got a woman. First of all, let's talk about how she picked me. Because, <laughs> baby, what are you talking about? Right. I just feel like it's okay. So, like, when my man go to work, okay, you at mm-hmm. work eight hours. Okay. If I'm at home, I don't mind doing that. Right. I hate washing dishes, though. I hate washing dishes, especially if it ain't a dish that I made. So that's my thing. But washing clothes and cooking, I like to cook. So I don't care about doing that. But I don't want to do it every day, all day. Like, I, it, it, to me, that's an option. And it's like, you saying he don't never need to do it. Like, <laughs> something wrong with this man's hands? Like, come on. Like, no. If I want to wash his clothes and do all that other stuff, it's, it has to be, like, my choice. Like, I don't want no man thinking, oh, we in a relationship now, so you need to do all this because I'm not doing it. Like, that's that's beyond me. Like, and that's, that goes back to when there's a thing, like, women think they got to try out to be a wife. I, I Try out to be a wife for what? Oh, that's true. To be a wife? That's true because you've given all these wife qualities. So at the end no, of the day, no, that's not true. I'm not trying out to be no wife. No, but the thing is, if you do that, then what do they have to look forward to when you get married? It's like, yeah, okay, that's all I What you gonna do different? Exactly. Well, I listen. I a, a man can wash his fucking drawers. Okay, <laughs> he can cook his own food. Cause I can't be the only one being able to cook. So then we'll be eating. If I don't feel like cooking, we're not gonna eat. Take out. So you can't cook. <laughs> What if I don't, what if you don't, but you know the nice when you don't have that, that, that taste for cookout, you really just, I mean, takeout, you just want a home-cooked meal. You yeah. need to tell me you can't make no pasta. You can't make a hamburger. It depends. Some people really, not just men, some people really just don't know how to cook. Well, that said, a man shouldn't have to as if, like, he don't need to do it. So what does he need to do? I don't know. <laughs> we would have to pay the bills. We, I mean. I mean, that's go, but I'm just saying. Just because he paid the bills, he, he shouldn't, like, do nothing around the house at all. But you think in a traditional sense, that's how things were back in the day. Like, yeah. okay, you go to work, that's what she you was bring thinking. home all the money, you paying all the bills, and you, like, the stay-at-home girlfriend? Because if you working, too, then it's like, then when you gonna have time no, to No, she things? said, I think she like it. When you come home from work, you still wash that man clothes. <laughs> you still cook him some damn dinner. <laughs> like... And you do all of above because he 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 been working and stuff like right. I mean, I'm I'm not against doing it sometimes. I would do it, but not but all the time. I would do. It. I have no problem. Do it. I've done it before. I'll do it again. But she said he shouldn't have to because he has a girlfriend. Like he entitled. To yeah, and that's the problem. And that's that's when people be like, men date their mamas. I'm not your mama. <laughs> go date your mama that's, that is true go that date is it. true but we want to thank y'all for tuning in with us and thugging these 30 minutes out it did not feel like 30 minutes it didn't, so. it went by super fast it did. it did so Take. we will be back y'all <laughs> next time we'll film quicker too and we'll have it, we gonna have to put talking points a little bit so we can have okay. more stuff for y'all. We have stuff too, but we, we did. didn't get a chance to talk about it. So we'll throw that in the next one. Yeah.
I don't know. How you ask I was gonna say like, comment, and subscribe to YouTube. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm getting ready to say. Like, like, comment, subscribe, and don't forget to hit that follow button. But no, just tune into us next yes, time, y'all. Please keep coming back. The more we get comfortable. Y'all gonna have fun over here. Look, see, y'all gonna love it here. Y'all didn't know y'all even needed it. Exactly. But y'all gonna love it here. Right. So, welcome to Tangent Talk. We will be back next week. And yeah, we out of here. Bye. Bye.